Alrighty, party people in the place to be. You know who it is. It's Council Boys. We back. Brand new episode, brand new week. Uh, I'm here with the homie Mikey B. Video games are rad. Video games are rad indeed. Um, let's get this show on the road. So, uh, new month. You probably haven't heard from us from a couple of weeks, but it's okay. Um, new month, which means there are new stats. Mikey B. Yes, sir. Should take it away. Here we go. So MPD is the uh, source that I got this. They track physical sales at retails, but they also track digital sales from directly from the publisher. And here are the top 20 best-selling games in the United States. As Number of, one. Like, as of like right now? Oh, oh, for that, sorry, for that month of February. So the, this is the best-selling game that sold in February. Were there really 20 games that came out in February? Oh, it, it doesn't matter if the game came out in February or not. It's just the best-selling games that sold in February. Oh, so, so it like could be games updating. that, it, yeah. So it could be game, it could be game that came out like two years ago that somehow was on sale for like ten bucks and all of a sudden like sold a million copies. Or it could be a game that came out February second. Gotcha. So it's it's just the best-selling games for that month of February. So top-selling game is Elden Ring, which is on every platform, and it's you know. I Jen gave it a ten, so that seems very likely. Number two is Horizon Two Forbidden West, which is a PlayStation Five exclusive. Sorry, PlayStation Four and Five exclusive. Number three is Pokemon Legends Arceus, which was number one last month. Now it's number three this month. A lot of new games. Uh, Dying Light Two: Stay Human is also a new game that came out in February, and that was number four. Number five is. Total War Hammer 3, which is also a new game at number five. Still kicking and still still ticking and clicking. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard at number six. In the same boat, Madden NFL 2022. A game that is four years old. Uh, Madden, sorry, not, sorry, Mario Kart 8 is at number eight. FIFA is at number nine, 2022. And Minecraft is at number... 10 and those are your i think those are your top 10 games in february that's a good chunk but we said it once we'll say it again dude the mario kart nintendo switch bundle is uh it's here to stay so mario kart's probably never gonna get off that chart but you know uh they're still not gonna release a new game so let's just keep that one on the charts um i do i i i do have another stat for you Sure. This is the best-selling games for 2020 overall, so combining January and February. It's got to be Elden Ring for sure. And you are on the money. Elden Ring is, 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 is selling extremely well. It's the number one best-selling game of this year so far. Number two is Pokemon Arculus. Number three is, uh, is Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Interestingly enough, number four is Call of Duty Vanguard. Number five is Madden 2022. Number six is Dying Light Stay Human. Number seven, this is a, I think this is a bit of a surprise. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Number eight is, to, is Total War Hammer 3. Number nine is the old God of War, God of War 2018. Number 10 is Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. Nice. And still kicking at number 11, just because we talked about it. 30 seconds ago is Mario Kart 8 is still is at number 11. Monster Hunter probably got like a DLC or did it just come out? 
No, it's that or a while ago. Well, maybe it's like a PC thing. I'm assuming the same thing like God of War is at the 2018 God of War is and it still is in the top 10 is I assume it got a PC release. Yeah, it was it's on Steam now, which I guess that broke a shit ton of records too. Like the number one Steam or the PS4 5 game on Steam to be number one. Monster Hunter really threw me off. What's throwing me off a lot is fucking Vanguard. Yep. Game sucks, dude. I we I I'm a broken record with this game, dude. There's the only thing I can think of that would make this game stand out again is just like the new season, but the, it's the same shit game. It's here nor there, but you know how it goes. But let's talk about the main event of this section, which was Elden Ring. And I will be brief about this. It is. I've never played a Souls game ever in my entire life. I know AD used to play it. Uh, he was I think we did like a live stream once with him playing Dark Souls. And uh, <laughs> the only thing I'm going to really say about it, dude, is I am 60 hours into it. If that doesn't say anything about this game and me, I don't know what does. This game is just packed full of the most craziest shit I've ever had to encounter before in my entire life. And I'm going to keep playing it. Because if I look at the timeline, because like I've, I've watched the speed runs. Mm-hmm. Because another topic is the game was cracked and speed ran in 30 minutes, which I'm, I'm over here 60 hours deep, you know? So... I was watching that and watching how like the story progression goes to try to get to the end. And this and I missed a lot of shit and I'm still like in the first half of it. So I'm not going anywhere with this game and I'm just having too much fun. So I could talk about I could talk about it all day, dude. That's just how much this game has really impacted my life and I don't know if Kirby could take me out of it. So cuz Kirby's dropping 2 weeks and Mm-hmm. In, our previous, in the previous episode, we talked about my progression of games. I was supposed supposed to be playing Pokemon until then, mm-hmm. but I the ten out of tens really intrigued me, dude. I, like I said, I've never played a Souls game. None of that really intrigued me, but everyone at every single network or channel of video game related news gave this a ten. And I just had to be a part of it, and I had to try it out, and I could see why. So I will have more news about that next week. So hopefully I'm not like 120 hours in by then. So no promises because it might happen. But this game is a lot of fun, dude. Which, perfect transition to you, my friend. Yes, it is. You think Kirby is going to live up to the hype? It's possible because, to be honest with you, I had no hype for Kirby. I did not understand why you and AD were excited about this game. Mm-hmm. And then I played the demo, and because honestly, I was I wasn't gonna I was gonna buy this game at all. I had no interest. This was like the yeah. lowest on the rating scale. But then I played the demo, and then it's moving up to rankings. <laughs> I think I, th- I, th- I think it's I think it's up to. Um, I think it's up to I'll get in our rankings twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. But it but it could get to uh, day one a day one buy if the ratings are good. 
Yeah. If the reviews and ratings are high enough, like in like the nine to nine range, yeah. eight and a half, nine range, nine and a half range, like I could go, I, I might, this might, you know, be day, a day one cow. What, uh, what changed, dude? Uh, a few things. Uh, I think big mouth mode is fun. It's like, it's fun. Like you like, it's, it's fun when like you like inhale a car and you become a car. <laughs> it's just like, you know, sometimes, you know, with all the, you know, families of, Oh, it has a great immersion and great story, great character design, so on and so forth. You know, there's the game part of video games. Games have to be fun. Yeah. For real. So that, yeah, so that part is cool. And then like you, you get to, you get to be a soda machine and that's kind of, that's kind of fun and you're shooting sodas <laughs> and it's like, you're moving on. And then, so there's that aspect. It's just like, Hey, it's just fun. It's just like, it's a fun, you know, Hey, imaginative experience. Uh, two, two is a rewards exploration, which is something I always highlight in any game where it always like, Oh, interesting. There's like a little crack. What happens if that crack breaks and what opens? Oh, look there, there's a ladder. What happens if I climb that ladder? What's going on? There's the rewards, exploration, and there's some RPG elements to it. Like you, you're you're allowed based like not in the demo, but in like other previews I was reading on other video game websites, you're allowed to upgrade your abilities. Like, so you're like the one they were showing is like, you like you inhale like a volcano or like or a fire guy. And like it shoots fires, but then you can upgrade to like where like it shoots like lava rocks. Oh, nice! So you can up, so like you can upgrade like the basic sword attack into like a bigger sword or like a like a or 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 whatever it may be. So I like the idea of like progression and like in your character and and how you play because mm-hmm. different abilities play different. Like the sword attack is more like short range, but then there's like you could like the the there's like ability like you like you inhale like a bomb. And you're throwing like little like confetti, you know, like little like confetti bombs and stuff. So it's like I like the ability of like you could be like more close combat when you're like in dealing with enemies, or you could be more like long range. Mm-hmm. And I like the and then just it's, and like I was saying, this the ability to upgrade is is fun. Does that ability seem hard to achieve? You know, because like I, one of the things that's like happening in like Elden Ring is like you have to have like X amount of items to upgrade. Now, I, does, I does that feat seem impossible to Kirby Land? You know, no, no, dude. This game is like catered to this kid's. This kid's is catered. This is catered to like a more like general audience, man. So gotcha. it's like, <laughs> like there's like two modes. There's like wild mode, which is supposed to be like the hard mode, and then there's like easy casual mode. Yeah. And like the difference with wild mode is like you get to like you gain more points, mm-hmm. which makes it which I assume would make it easier for you to like upgrade your gotcha. your your character, and then yeah. You're able to find uh, more waddle dees, which also allows you to like go into town and buy X, Y, and Z stuff. So it does. You plan a harder setting and rewards, but it rewards you because you obviously you take less damage, but you're able to like gain high more. Reward. Yeah, high. Yeah, it's high risk, high reward type thing. Yeah. Nice, dude. And also the boss battle was pretty fun. Nice. The first bot, it was like a gorilla, and it was pretty fun, and it was. Fairly challenging, which I was surprised based on the first level, like on the first world. <laughs> the demo's not supposed to be this hard. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like, it was fairly, it wasn't like, yeah, super challenging. It was, it was just challenging enough that I was like, okay. Because literally my biggest concern with Kirby is when does this game ramp up? You know what I mean? 
because like, obviously Kirby Mario games are for everyone. They're for like, you know, your little cousin to, you know, to your grandfather, to us, so on and so forth. It, it spans generations. But like at some point in any Mario game, like mostly by like world four or five, all of a sudden it's like becomes like, oh, this game is actually hard. Yeah. These levels are actually hard. I'm actually, before you just kind of breeze through these levels, having fun, jumping around, jumping on turtle cells, you know, getting the flower power, having a good time. And then by like world four or five, it was like, I died. I died again. Oh, this is very hard. Man, I hope I can make it to that <laughs> checkpoint so this becomes a little bit easier. Yeah. So in the reviews, I really want to know like when does it like it makes that turn. Gotcha. To becoming like I, I know it has to be accessible for like the first like three, four worlds. Yeah. Like any like any platforming game. But at some point, like when does it turn to become kind of caters towards like I guess our audience, like a person who has been playing video games for a while. Yeah. Does that would that make you wanna play the hard mode i'm definitely playing hard mode there's no doubt about that oh you're i definitely want you're yeah guaranteed gotcha. I'm, I'm guaranteed committed to playing in the hard sure. mode i don't know if you i just want i i want to make sure like there's like there's like a nice ramp up from like being very fun and accessible yeah. this is the first world and this is these are the mechanics if you've never played a kirby game yeah this is your tutorial I haven't played, yeah exactly and i've been played many kirby games so i don't really have that like nostalgia for kirby like yeah. oh i remember like Kirby to me has always been like like a second tier character mascot, like underneath like Mario, Sonic, Spyro, Crash, the rest of the game. He's just a better character so like, in Smash Bros. Pretty much. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a cool character. Yeah, that's where like his allegiance happened. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. So no, and so yeah, I, I, I like I like that. There's like at least from the jump, there's like a little bit of like a harder setting for people who have you know played video games for a while yeah and then i'm definitely looking for like a little bit of like a, a nice study ramp and let's say like world four or five six and like oh it's starting to become like a legitimate you know challenge in it how does the open war uh, open world look Ugh. see now this is where we get to the negatives it's not open world oh it's not yeah it's not this is the biggest negative it's not open world it's more two and a half d kind of it's more like it's more like the Mario game, right? Yeah, it's more of the Mario game, but Mario less game. like left to right. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, left less left to right, kind of like you you kind of like go a little bit towards like left. You could go a little bit further, a little bit wider. It looks open but it's like, world, but it's got you on a set path. Yes, gotcha. exactly. That's a good way of putting. Yeah, gotcha. That was that was that was I would say that was my biggest disappointment. Yeah. Cause it's so far to like Kirby, he like, obviously he, fl he floats and he flies. You're like, Oh, let me see how far I can get up to the top of this building. You hit like, the nope. ceiling. Exactly. Oh, let me go. Oh, there's a little bit of a path to the left. No. So that's the part where like, that's the, that where that's where like initially the disappointment came. I was like, ah, this is not open world. Damn. Well, that kind so of, I'm, I'm that kind of shits, you know, it's so like, it's more, it's a little bit. Well, like, like it, it branches out a little bit and then like they play with verticality a bit. So like you get like above ground a little bit more and there's like mm. secrets and stuff. But yeah, that's probably the, the biggest negative I would say. It's not, it's not, it's not open world. It's not Odyssey. It's more Super Mario mm -hmm. 3D world, yeah. 3D world, something like that, which is, which is cool, which yeah. is fine, but it's not, which, yeah. So that, I would say that. And then obviously Kirby games are in like, are catered towards like a younger audience. So I want to yeah, make sure that sure. game kind of becomes ramps up a little bit so yeah. no it's it definitely changed my opinion from gaming where i did not understand why people like kirby yeah. to be saying like oh i get it it's fun yeah i i understand that too like i also like you take it with a grain of salt you know what i mean because like everything that comes out on the switch is not like elden ring you know what i mean where you're just like sure. dying all <laughs> <Yeah>. the time <laughs> it's like okay 
this is also a kid's platform too and like it's aimed towards them as well so it's like mm -hmm. can't make things too hard sure and probably like when you beat the game you get like a dread mode you know for kirby and just <laughs> one gets one shot everywhere that'd be cool that would cool, be bad cool man uh definitely dig it i uh the demo's out and I think yeah, demos out and available. Give it a go. See how you feel yeah, about it. I want to give that a, a chance because I don't like dying a lot. So maybe this will be a little boost in my abilities as a gamer. So it's a very yes. You could play like on casual mode, and it's a very nice, relaxing kind of chill Zen experience if you want it to be. Yeah, there's a so there's like so if you want a little bit of a challenge, you play on wild. If you just want to be hey, you just you know floating around playing Kirby, playing like a very you know, fun, colorful. It's a pretty good looking game. Nice. Uh, you know, platforming game. It's like you have that, you have that like low stress kind of chill Zen vibe too, if you want to play. Dig it. Kirby. So it, it works both ways. Right on, man. Uh, have you played, have you been playing anything else? Ah, uh, yes. Ali Ali World, nice. which is a game that we were excited initially and then maybe not so much. And then when it, once it got nine, we we're like, well, maybe. And then, yeah, this offline, there's been much debate about this game. I'll, I'll say much debate offline about yeah, this game. And probably in one of the archive episodes in the vault, we talk about it. Pretty. True. I've had, I had my peace with it, I guess, in one of the yeah. episodes. So who knows where that is? That, yes. So yeah, go, go look back on all the episodes <laughs> to catch up if you want to catch up. But uh, yeah, this game is a 2D style skateboarding auto runner so think temple run any auto runner yeah i think yeah i think you think that's the most popular thing temple run meets tony hawk or skates uh the graphic style is very kind of adventure time so if you're if you're familiar with the cartoon adventure time it very has that vibe uh and the game is really fun it's really fun it's really fun because it really allows this. It really allows you to play the game as hard or as easy as you like. Mm -hmm. Like there's like there's the first challenge of just beating the course, which is a challenge enough. But there's also checkpoints, and there's checkpoints. What's, what's there's there's at least two checkpoints between each level. So if you beat the course with checkpoints, that's cool. There's no like harm, no foul. You beat it with checkpoints, that's cool. You beat it without checkpoints. You earned a little, you earn like a little star for like the effort. And then, you, then it opens up the next level. But in that level also, there's score challenges that you could, you could try to beat. There's also the Mikey challenges, which is one of the characters in the game where he has like very Tony Hawk, like sometimes like smash five, you know, inflatable balloon, yeah. you know, kick flip over, a, like you said, a dumpster, do four different type of grinds. Mm -hmm. So you could do that. So it's like it's so the only requirement to get to the next world is just to beat is just to get from the start of the level into the end of the level, and that's it. But if you want to add on to the challenge of like, okay, I want to beat this level without using a checkpoint. I want to beat the three score challenges. I want to beat some of the you know the 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 Mikey challenges that you that they have. It adds on to it. If you wanted to make this game like, okay, I want 100% every level by being the scores, being the challenges. Now we're using checkpoints. You can do that way. Or we could just have a fun time just like skateboarding yeah. around, get to the end of the level, play another level. And then the level is obviously advanced and there's different obstacles you have to get through uh -huh. just like in any other platformer. But 
it's very accessible. I would say it's the most, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's as challenging or as easy as you want yeah. it to be. And I said, I, I think that's really, really rad as they would say a really gnar as they would say in the so game. So gnar dude. Uh, it's so gnar dude. Yeah. <laughs> do you, okay. So do you get rewarded for going above and beyond? That is, that is yes. not cosmetics. So like if you get like let's I think it's like a five star thing right or like you get stars, so like no stars. Um, well, maybe stars. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, this point. So anyways, like if you get like the extra stars, like you just don't spend it on like a new helmet or like a new t shirt, sort of thing. It's cosmetic. cosmetic. It's cosmetic and it opens up a challenge levels. Gotcha. So it's kind of a so give and take to go above and beyond. It open it it open yeah it opens up like different cosmetics. Like different hats, helmet, gear. It's very very customizable how you want to look, and then it'll open up challenge levels. Gotcha. Like an open up like a challenge level, which is a little bit obviously, like it says. It's and the challenge level you know, is different from the storyline, right? Yeah, a little bit. Because from the storyline, there's like five gods of skateboarding yeah. that you're trying to like resurrect uh-huh. or like like refine or whatever. The storyline so it's very it's adventure like, time. Yeah, I was trying to think of like the way to kind of describe it, but it's like, yeah, you know, you just have to skateboard to save re to back the gods of skateboarding, like very like school of rock, you know what I mean? Like sort of shit. It is, yeah, because it's like yeah. And like the d- different worlds relate to the different gods. So like I'm in like in a lot of skate, like California, yeah. and there's probably be another one that's a little bit more green or blue or it's very classic platformy, like eight god represents like a different stage and style <laughs> nice dude so I, th- I so i know if you're thinking for another zen game this is a, a very another zen game yeah because it's like it's it's as challenged it could be as challenging as bloodborne or like all right i don't want to use a checkpoint i want to you know get the point skill i want to you know get everything in because you have to do you have to complete all those tasks within the whole run it's not like go you back. go back and be like okay i didn't get the point challenge but okay this could be my point challenge run you have to do it all in yeah. one run so it could be as challenging as you want it to be, or it's just hey, because the music is very like jazzy, hip hoppy, oh, lo-fi. Yeah, lo-fi. You see they'll play this all the time on YouTube nice, and stuff. Dude. So yeah, it's, so it's it's I I I like the mix. Yeah. So sometimes if like I like a level and I'm feeling like okay, I could really you know get the challenges, I go for it. And sometimes like hey, I'm just halfway game to the end of the level and I moving on. I need the out. pirate hat. I need to go back. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, I would say yeah. The challenge, yeah, the challenge is always internal with yeah. video games. Like I wouldn't say currently like the challenge for me, like you said, getting a pirate hat or whatever, is not like the reason to ask me like, hey, I got eighteen thousand points. The challenge, the top challenge was twenty. I think I could get another. I think I could get another two thousand points to yeah. be it. You know, maybe I made you know. There's an area where I could have grinded where I didn't. So, as as always, the challenge is within you, Josh. I like that. And those are the oh wait. Oh, Moonlighter! I've been playing Moonlighter. One new wrinkle in Moonlighter Uh-oh. that I didn't I didn't know about with this new like uh, multiple dimensions DLC is there is a new like vendor that you could go to that where you could trade like really like high end items that you can't find in the dungeon mm-hmm. that you need to unlock different like armor weapons cool. abilities. The wrinkle is is that it changes every yeah. day, so sometimes it's like. The, like the items change everything, but also like the bar, the, 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 the trade, the, the barter. Bar, I can't thank you system changes. So sometimes it's like, 
oh, I need six, let's call it, I need six gems to get this golden ring. But then sometimes the next day, those two gold that get that golden ring won't be six gems. It'll be like seven vases or like seven oh. stones. So it, like it, so so that's what I mean. It changes. It's just like so 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 like you can't just be like going. Okay, I need to find six gems. gems. I need to find gems, or or I need to find this relic, or I need to find this golden cup, or whatever. Maybe it changes every day. So you can't like hunt. You can't like kind of like seize on one item and be like, okay, I got the six. I'm gonna go back to them and you know, barter for, like, the golden cup or is, ring or whatever. Is that the guy for. who's on the left-hand side of, like, the merchant area? No, he's, he's I think he's only, he's brand DLC. new to the DLC gotcha. only. He only to the DLC um, only. I don't know if we, if we talked about that on mic, dude, that I've played it too. I got into Moon Yes, I, know, I don't think we have, um, actually, no. Yeah, let me just jump in here real quick, tell my story. Uh, I started playing Moonlighter too. I love it, dude. It's great. And but if Elden Ring didn't come out, I would still be playing that. Um, very fun, dude. Like I get the dungeon thing and like the randomized dungeon sections too. When you die is great too. I love that. And like the deciding factor of what you're going to take with you to the store. So I know I have very complex gaming habits, I guess to where like I'll play it for a day, switch over, try to jump around, whatever. So I know how I play this. I play games. Um, this is this, what I did does not affect my thought of the game, but hot take. I looked up how much everything cost to sell. I looked it up because you know what? I know I, I'm not going to spend 60 hours in Moonlighter. I just know that myself and I, I'm living proof that I was right on my assumption. I played Moonlighter mm -hmm. for like 10 hours so I was like, okay, I'm going to give it max. I didn't give myself a max time, but I knew my time in here was short. So I was like, let me just look up the, let me not have to stress about price points. I was mm -hmm. banking, dude. I made like 30 grand in one purchase or in one day at the shop. I loved it. It's, yeah. yeah. I, it's it, funny because one day when you, if you, if you spend more time, like right now, when I open my shop, I sell a mill a day. I won't open up that. I don't, uh, I'm like, I'm like Supreme here. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't open up my shop. Until I'm, I'm like Supreme. I'm like Gucci. Like I was open up my shop until I make yeah, a mill. If I don't make a mill, it's not worth it yeah. to me. I don't have time no for this. No chump change around here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, continue, no, exactly. This does not affect the way I play the game. Like I still play the game. I'll collect everything and I'll fight all the bosses, whatever. No big deal. And mm -hmm. I still have fun with it. I don't have to stress out about, you know, oh, I, I didn't figure out how much the whetstone is because I was selling stuff for dirt cheap, dude. Like, just to kind of get a range, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, this whetstone can't be, like, $1,000, but it also can't be, like, 30 because I had, like, 40 of them, right, for example. And I was like, mm -hmm. I throw it for, like, six, and I was getting scammed, and, like, everybody was just, like, star-eyed, like, this is the steal. And then I was like, I'm doing something wrong. And I found myself just, like, worrying too much about how much this stuff could sell and the price point. And I was like, you know what? I'll have way more fun playing. Like I could rack up however much money, but let me just do the dungeon part. That's what I like the most. And I was like, mm -hmm. let me just look up how much all this shit costs, sell it, go back into the world. And it's been such a fun game since dude. Like I just let everything happen and let me fight the bosses, which are pretty difficult at times too. Like, Yes. It's, it's a lot of fun to kind of just go back in. It's like, okay, I need to make 
more money where I got to find stuff to build more shit. So, yeah, I definitely really enjoyed that game. But like I said, I knew my time in there was limited. So I tried to take advantage as much as I could inside. So. Did do you know at some point you could hire somebody to run the shop? No. At some point, that's I get to get you back into it. At some point, you could hire somebody to run the shop where they like they run the shop during the day, they take their own cut because you know they're an entrepreneur. But then you could like do double runs in the dungeon. You could do like a like like a day run and a night run in the dungeon, and then like not worry about the selling part of it. Yeah, that's dope. That would be cool. So that's that's to keep you that's to keep you back into it. At some point, you can hire somebody to buy the shop to run the shop at a at, so you don't have to you know fuss about like oh is this selling too much or too low they kind of take care of that for you so you just come on you just come back from the dungeon at the hard days of work <laughs> at the dungeon and say oh look at that i made 25k and then you know peace there's two things about that i love that that's awesome but then at the same time I'm like this is my money dude i'm spending my time in the dungeon you know what i mean like i want to be the louis vuitton of moonlighter you know like i open exclusively to make big bucks so I don't know if I'm really into this dude running my shit because I don't know. How's he going to react to burglars? Because I've had people come in there try to steal my shit, too, which was wild at first because like now I think I'm on like the third upgraded store. I've got a lot yeah. of real estate to cover and, you know, I got to be aware of these things. So someone steals my shit. So it's like I, I don't want that. But what I did notice in there, too, the little people that come into shop, I saw one of them was Cloud from Final Fantasy. Yeah, oh, they cool. have like little like I don't know if there's other hidden, you know, Easter eggs of people coming into the shop, but Cloud showed up and I was like, he's gonna steal my shit or blow my shop down, dude. Like I don't know what you're doing in here, bro, but no shirt, no shoes, no service. You know what I mean? So it's just like, chill out, bro. But it's very intriguing all the little things you can do, even when like when you buy decorations, like that gives you more money mm-hmm. too, and it's like, holy shit, True, like tip you could. Yeah, yeah, like you get like decorations for like for more yeah. tips, or you you get it, you could extend the day. But yep, yep, dude, very fun game, super it's cool. fun game. And I, mm-hmm. I, I get how you mentioned this is like one of like your favorite games, and it's just like a really good game. And I, I can agree with that. Super fun. Yeah, yeah. I think initially I put like fifty hours in to like the to the mm-hmm. first game, and I think right now I'm like close to like fifteen hours just playing the DLC. And I like and I like I see what I need to do to upgrade a couple of things like really get to that to finally beat the DLC. So I'm thinking like I probably have like another like five to ten hours in into this into this this small yeah, DLC dude. that I bought for like three dollars that is just like somehow extended this game for like another twenty five hours. It's very it's also like the strategy of going in the dungeons and like being like, Okay, let me jump out of here. Like I have to sacrifice the three grand to jump mm-hmm. out. And deposit it's like is my deposit worth more than three grand you know what i mean so you're just like oh fuck do i want to jump now like i could die and lose it all in the next run and like you're just True. like being very strategic on what you're taking back to the shop and what you need to survive the dungeon for more stuff so you're like if i don't jump now i could lose it but i don't have enough that's worth it and you're like let's just run it and then you die and then you're like fuck like <laughs> Oh, yeah, that stings, dude. When you have a full sack of good goodies and you're like, let me, oh, it's, and, and you go, and especially if you have like a health potion to the right and you didn't use the health potion because you didn't pay attention to your stats and you're like, I had three health potions and somehow, I, and somehow I'm, somehow I'm going down the tubes and I lost all my goodies. And, like, and I was like, dang, 
That, 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 that's a rough beat, man. I was like, Whew. heartbreak, dude. But what's yeah. also what I like about this, too, because I looked it up, is um, you cannot upgrade the pouch or the backpack or whatever the hell you have. You can mm-hmm. only take 20 items for the whole game, which was interesting because you're like, okay, I need whetstones for my new suit, but do I really need the whetstones when I could potentially find bigger items? You know what I mean? And it's just like, fuck the whetstones. Let's see what I get. You know what I mean? And you have to like really just figure sure. out the inventory. You're like, well, that sells for a good price, but I could sell something better or I could find mm-hmm. more stuff for my suit so that I can go further in. So yeah. Cause you could like play with that. Definitely. You could be like focus more like on health. Or you could for, or obviously you could focus more like on attack and maybe like a little bit less health, but like my attacks are like three, four times stronger. Mm-hmm. So if you're good at dodging and rolling, it's 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 a worthy uh risk to take. Yeah. Definitely yeah. dig it. So if everybody anybody listening to this point, check that shit out. That shit is dope. And it's available yeah, everywhere. Literally. literally. Phone, phone, PC, Xbox, yeah. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, everywhere. Sony, uh, Dreamcast. Just look it up. It's you can play this game anywhere. It's it's, it's super fun. You play, to play. It on the T9. What is it? The TI ninety five, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, after you're done playing Drug Wars, you know, switch over <laughs> and play some Moonlighter. Oh my god, too good. Um, so we got not not a lot of news topics this week. There's a lot of stuff that sure. happened in like the couple of weeks, but like everything kind of is dated. So we're gonna try to stay a little current through this episode. And mm-hmm. um, PlayStation recently. Uh, jumped in to let us know what they have in their state of play. Um, we'll keep it brief. Mikey B and I talked about this off mic, and it, you know, it's not a lot to really come back and talk about. You know, it's a lot of stuff is okay, but nothing really worth, like, you know, the time. Um, so one of the things that uh, PlayStation brought up, which I want it to mo- today is the Kawabunga collection. So the Kawabunga collection is the Ninja Turtles games leading up to the Shredder game. So we have everything from like the Super Nintendo, from the NES. Um, I think those are about it. All your classic retro Ninja Turtles games. And you best believe I'm going to get the one for the NES. I'm going to play that one. And I am going to beat the underwater level. I, in my 30 years of gaming, have never beat that level, and it's the hardest Ninja Turtles game I've ever played, and I want revenge. So, the Kawabunga Collection, I don't know if it's exclusive for PlayStation, but it kind of seems like it. No? No, it's it's coming to the Switch. Switch. That would be even fun to give it like that more of like that retro feel, too. So... Mm -hmm. Playing on a Nintendo console, playing like Nintendo games, yes. So I am 6 million percent with this. This is if I could get some cool shit pre-order, which I don't know if you can do that. Like you won't get like cool skins in the game, but I might do it for a little collectible. I could be sold for that, but this is definitely one of those where uh, I can't miss out. But also the cool thing, too, about these like re-releases and all this stuff is you can pause, rewind and do all that cool shit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking beat that underwater level, dude. And I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's after that, because I don't know what's after that. And I 
refuse to let that level get the best of me. So, what do you think about this, Mikey B? This, I like this quite a bit. It's, 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 it's super fun to, you know, dig back in nostalgia and play the games from our, you know, our youth. And there's some games I haven't played or even thought about. Like, obviously, the, the NES one is famous. There's going to be Turtles of Time, which is an instant classic. But they're also going to have the arcade game, which is fun, which I, which I vaguely remember a little bit. But they also have I didn't know turn. I didn't know there was a turtle like fighting game. Yeah, I think there was like two of them, wasn't it? Yeah, there's yeah, there's the two. There's there's two turtle fighting games. There's games for like the GBA that I didn't never played. So, it's quite a collection. If it's priced under thirty bucks, it seems like a good day one. Oh, cost. Yeah, it's a steal if it's thirty bucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it does get you kind of primed for the uh, the new. Ninja Turtle again that should be coming out sometime this year. Hopefully, fingers crossed, dude. Yeah, this, fingers crossed. This definitely, is like a nice uh, combo platter before we get to the main course. You know, yes, it's a nice appetizer. True. Yeah, I didn't know that they made so many games. Honestly, like no, I, obviously we all know Turtles in Time and the NES were like the most yes. like. I don't know the ones I would see the most. Good. Like Funko Land, you know what I mean? Like Funko Land showed true. those, but you've got like. The Manhattan Project, I never heard of. Uh, Tournament Fighters, never heard of those. Which looks like Street Fighter too. Awesome, like it's really good. Yeah, it looks cool. I want to play that one. Um, what else did they have? Let me see. Um, uh, the Hyperstone Heist, uh, Follow the Foot Clan, Back from the Sewers, Radical Rescue. So, um, I think you can play these online too. So you don't have to I think do like all local play. So true. I think you're right. So with turtles in time, you get the gang on. It's gonna be a good time, dude. This is and like your master. No, I was just gonna say this is a great. This is a great thing for all you side scrolling beat 'em up dudes. Dudes mm-hmm. are no doubt about girls. that. Girls don't exclude gamers. True. So hyped. This is good. This is cool. Yep, hundred percent agree. Uh, the big thing for me is a game I had never even played, but I like I like this game quite a bit, even though I never played it. Uh, there's DLC for Returnal. And it's co-op play, which is fun, and Survivor mode, which comes in March. This is if I owned a PlayStation Five, this is like top two tier game that I want to pick up day one. So it's cool to see that they're still supporting Returnal. Co-op play is always appreciated. Yeah, it's interesting that they put the survival mode in there too. Is that mm-hmm. I don't know. I obviously haven't played any of this, but I want to. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think the main storyline is co-op. This co-op thing is all new. I think. Yeah, I think so. Because even in this article, they say they're a little. They're still unclear how this works. They're not sure if it's like, like you and yeah, like. We could like play the story co-op style, or it's or it's like its own separate mode. So we're still unclear about how this co-op well, They're works, probably doing it like the Elden Ring style, dude. Where like mm. I'll play the story, and you play the story yeah. too. But like, let's say I'm stuck at a boss, I can bring you into my world to help me with the boss. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, That'd be so fun. like I'll bring you into my world. We whoop some ass, obviously, and then yeah, you get sent back to your world with rewards. 
and you don't lose anything. So that would be fun. I like that style of play too. It's annoying because you have to keep requesting people. So like if you and I are playing this and we and like let's say I die, you get kicked out. We don't stay in the one online session. I have to keep mm-hmm. bringing you back, which kind of sucks, but you know the rewards are very high though. So Returnal, the survival sounds cool too. Just because I, I remember seeing like the world and some of like the enemies into it, so a survival in this could be really sweet. So I agree. Dig it. One one more game. I forgot about this one. Uh, it's it's a PlayStation Five exclusive. Will be coming Xbox probably within a year. Is Ghostwire Tokyo? I don't know if you ever seen a trailer for this game, but this is like Doctor Strange the video game. Um, let's see. It's like set. It's like it's like set in Japan. If you if you watch some of the games, like he's doing like he's 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 doing spells and moving his hands around, and you're like, yeah, you're pretty much like a mystic warrior, Doctor Strange, wizard, sorcerer type guy in Japan. They, this was talked about at the video game awards, wasn't it? It's true. It's just, I think it's just got one last trailer because it's, it's dropping on the 25th. I remember this. Definitely looks interesting. So like, yeah, it's cool because I've never seen a game that like so focused on like magic yeah. and like and sorcery and like using that as like your main combat. Because most times in games, in some, when it's added in the games, it's kind of like a secondary. And this is like the first time I've ever seen it as like your main way of defending yourself. Yeah. This could be fun, dude. Also, just because Doctor Strange is coming out soon, so maybe just like that added wrinkle, of like, man, it'd be cool if there's a Doctor Strange video game, and it'd be cool if yeah. it was, and what happens if it was out in Japan? A couple so, of these, like, let's... and then you know, do some cool <laughs> shit happening, and I'll travel all over the map. <laughs> this is that. That looks fun, man. That looks very interesting. But I feel like some of those games, like, mm-hmm. not that I need more, but I feel like I want to see more. It's open world. That's all, all, all. Also, I know it's. I know it's like it's definitely an open yeah. world game too. So it's like open world game set in Japan and you're yeah. hard. I want. I would love to see more. I, I would love to see a gameplay video of this for sure, like mm. actual gameplay. Sure. Um, gotcha. Not just like. Just on another note of uh, the state of play, Call of Duty Gundam mm-hmm. is coming out. Uh, it's not really called Call of Duty Gundam, but Gundam's got their <laughs> own version of Warzone coming out. Free to play online. Okay. Uh, it looks fun, dude. But it's again first person shooter, and you're shooting down other Gundams. So it's pretty much Titanfall, I guess. It's what it sounds like. So this could be cool. Gotcha. Uh, definitely, it's a free to play. So definitely, maybe a quick download and try this out. But it's again, I think they're just trying to milk the whole, you know, uh, battle royale, war zone thing. So I mean, if it if it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You're, there's no doubt about that. I'm look, looking at yeah. the trailer. I mean, yes. you know, the battle royale. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So if you want to get a piece of the pie, you know, by all means. So that's really, it's fun. So definitely worth a try. But other than that, I didn't really see anything else that PlayStation was really talking about. So we'll kind of just no. Great. That that those are my those were those two games were my main takeaways from the state yeah, of play. So PlayStation. Um, Good, good job, cool. I dig it. Okay. Uh, other news that I just recently saw: uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five is finally coming to next gen. Uh, Grand Theft Auto mm. is finally moving on up to present day. But here's the catch: is the game's not free, so you cannot upgrade to next gen for free ninety nine. So the Xbox Five and the Xbox One is a 
It's a hot 30 bucks, dude. So if you want to play wow. next gen, you got to cough up the 30. So I don't know if that's the same price for online, but I think there's a price gap between the two. So kind of sus, kind of dumb. Can't hate it. The game is still really fun. If the game sucked and then put this shit there, then we got problems. But Grand Theft Auto Online is still killing it. So maybe this is going to, you know, fund a new dev team to give us an even greater GTA 6. I don't know what's going on, but something is I'm not in a rush to get this. I'll keep it at that. So any thoughts on charging for next gen? Because I also, too, while this is going around, Cyberpunk released their next gen, which still kind of didn't do that well, but that was free. So it's like you're going from free to charging for online next gen. What do you think, Mikey B? I think it's a, I think it's a bad move, yeah, right? Anti, I think it's a bad move. It's anti like consumer in in some ways. I think like everyone, especially at even at well, just because at the thirty dollar price point, like even like PlayStation does it with like that that whole Horizon two, yeah, yeah, zero forbidden, down, forbidden uh, fiasco was like yeah yeah like yeah like. Even even that was kind of like sketchy a little bit, but even that, but it was a little less impactful because it's like it's sunbox, so I guess it's not like totally yeah. bad. Even though it's like a little, you know, not cool to consumer, but like at thirty bucks for a game that's been out for eight years, that's been remastered and remade from the original PlayStation three version out to like to the PlayStation four, and now again to the PlayStation five, it's like. You you have all you, you've been you've literally you have all the money in the world, Rockstar. Like I don't understand why if you you could just do like you know the people who's been supporting this all these years, Assam, and say, hey, make it free. Yeah. Even if it was just for like the first like year, I think that would be a good, nice, kind gesture towards people that have been Something, supporting the game. You know, but the problem is like, where is this going? You know what I mean? Like it's just you're not really doing anything new, unless like the thirty bucks yeah, is the, like, like I said, funding something. But like, mm. come on, it's the same fucking game for so long. Like even spending thirty bucks is like, do I have to play the story all over again? You know what I mean? Like, am I gonna get my money's worth for thirty bucks? Like, for a faster loading screen? You know what I mean? And like maybe an improved like high speed chase with the police, like. Yeah, like it looks yeah. better. So sure. it's like whack, dude. But the community is strong for GTA Five, though. Like the obviously no the game's been doing so well since the past two gens. So it's like if you put the price, they will pay for it. So it's like the, everything this is doing is only raising the bar up for GTA Six. Everything that's happening since in the last like year or two is only making. GTA 6 has to be the perfect game at this point. Like if you're if you're not mastering GTA 5 in the last 8 years and you release a bullshit version of GTA 6 that's like a cyberpunk, you're going to lose a lot of people. And it's I think it's a gamble that you know Rockstar is kind of playing right now. So hopefully you know, we got news that GTA 6 is in the production, so hopefully Hopefully they're just like moving this massive GTA six server file into a bigger one. And GTA six is going to be off the chain. It's going to be, if GTA six isn't all over the world, 
the game's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play GTA 5 or GTA 6 in Egypt. And if you don't let me jack people for camels, I want my money back, dude. <laughs> so GTA 6 needs to be global. That's all I'm saying, dude. So sus move. Rockstar, not that cool. But again, you're just raising the bar up for GTA 6 with everything you do. Um, You got anything else news-wise? I don't really. Those are pretty much just some of the things that I've seen recently. Uh, nothing too crazy. We're not, you know getting a new gen or any some shit like that so nothing no and like the e3 stuff doesn't happen until june so we're at a little bit of a slower news period for next Dig for it, some dude. time uh yeah we could wrap this part of the episode up um i have been joined with the homie mikey b uh, like i said before video games are rad video keep games playing them are rad and the console boys will be back see ya Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Gaming Console Podcast. Now, if you're not with us on the social game, you're really missing out. On Instagram, follow, follow us at the Gaming Console Podcast. Facebook is the Gaming Console Podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter. We're the Console Boys on Twitter, so hit us up, tweet us. Um, everything podcast-related episode-wise, go to GamingCouncilPod.com. The Council Boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling life. Council Boys are out.